or accepting payments via PayPal on this Consumer Goods edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly, joined today by the one and only Vincent Shen. How are you today, sir? Hey, Sean. How's it going? Good. Uh, so today we're talking about the, the, the long-awaited spinoff of PayPal from eBay. Yes, that's um, right. It's been a long time coming. Carl Icahn obviously forced him to do it. Forced. Um, what? Uh, how did all this come about, first and foremost, that just for you know our listeners that may or may not be aware? Yeah, sure. So you mentioned Carl Icahn, who I think was definitely a big catalyst for the spinoff happening. Um, he first took a stake uh, early last year in January. It came out that he had purchased less than one percent stake in the company, but you know him, activist investor. Naturally, once he picks up any of your shares, like if he doesn't like the way you're doing business, or he thinks that you can extract value in some way, be it a spinoff, a sale of some assets, or picking up something, then he will tell you very vocally. So there was a pretty vocal public, uh, I guess you can call it debate between the company and Icon over the next three months or so. And it kind of died off in April where management maintained the view that, you know, we are better off keeping eBay intact as it is. And then they did an about face later that year and around September, they came out at the end of September and announced, okay, you know, we've looked at it, the, you know, changing environment for the payments industry, for our industry, the e-commerce, and we think we can do a better job basically having the opportunity or the ability to focus on each business separately. That's basically when they announced that they were going to spin off the company around this time this year. Do you think they would have come up with the idea on their own? Uh, and actually, you know, that's it's not that wasn't exactly a new idea for eBay. You know, they have had they have assessed the possibility of spinning off PayPal every year since 2008. Management does yeah. internally, so it's not a new idea for them. I think that it was just a uh, a big push when they had somebody from the outside like Icon right uh, driving them towards them. It's an interesting twist because, on the one hand, um, obviously PayPal benefited from being a part of eBay because every person that, in my mind, you know, I you know got first got to buy something on eBay. I think I bought like an action figure or something when I was eleven. You pretty much either send the guy a cashier's check in the mail or you use PayPal. Yeah, sure. It's obviously benefited from that. Well, yeah. So you know, eBay purchased PayPal. Early 2000s, I think it was 2001, 2002, right. for like 1.5 billion. Not long after they went public, actually, and it would. You know, there's no denying the fact that eBay and its popularity at the time and growing popularity since then was a major avenue for PayPal's. You know, parallel growth. PayPal's obviously benefited from being a part of it too, because it you know it's being valued at what forty nine billion dollars and change right now, and they bought it for one point five. I would argue that PayPal probably wouldn't be worth fifty billion dollars had it not gotten the boost from oh, being a part of eBay. Well, you know, you know, eBay with its popularity—that's a natural springboard for a, a payments processing company like PayPal, right? And so that was a very—that was a great. Great deal for eBay. Look at the value. You know how much it's. You know, fifteen times in the past fifteen right. years, it's gone up. So, you know, that's a. It's definitely uh, was important for both companies in that intervening time when they were one entity. Uh, so, in the second half of the show, we'll obviously talk a little bit more about the competitive positions of these companies and all that good stuff, and their just their financials evaluations. Um, what do we know about the leaders of these two companies? Who's been chosen? Sure. So, uh, something else that I thought was interesting um, was, you know, another potential 
catalyst for why eBay finally made this decision. Like, okay, we're going to spin this off, even after fighting for months publicly against Icon and this whole against uh, Icon and this whole idea was that the president of the PayPal division stepped down to join Facebook. Wow! And all of a sudden, now they had this. I wonder if that hadn't happened, if they would have done this. Well, a big thing, a big, uh, I guess, question that the company had was, you know, they wanted to make sure they could attract top level talent to lead. PayPal is a separate company, and with the president stepping down, they had what they could essentially offer as a CEO position now. Right. So that of a company that can take over the world of online, you know, a multi-billion-dollar company that is for for online payments is you know the big gorilla, really the largest, the dominant position, and so that's going to attract some pretty strong candidates. Right. Um, And so that. I think it was another big catalyst for them in basically agreeing to to this arrangement. So, uh, how did these companies trade when uh, right after the IPO the other day? Okay, so this was something I thought was, that was really interesting and kind of proves that Carl Icahn did was right in seeing value being unlocked by these companies splitting up. Um, a way I, I like to look at it is that you know before eBay announced this deal last year in September their market cap was about 65 billion dollars okay okay now right before the spin-off um, which i think has already priced in some of the synergies and the benefits of having these two companies being separate entities it had traded up and it was worth 75 billion dollars market cap wow but now that the companies are separate you know, combined their combined separate market caps is about eighty four billion dollars. So basically, it's depending like a 30 on thirty some odd percent return, depending on how you look at it. Like if you look at it based on the pre announcement September two thousand fourteen, this split essentially created almost twenty billion dollars of value for shareholders. Wow! Uh, between darn you, now. Carl Icahn. <laughs> so you know, even you know, since the PayPal started officially trading on Monday. That's when they rang the bell, but there was a smaller like shall issue basis since July 6th. And they've yeah. already the stock has already traded up 10% since then as well. So, I think earnings last week being very positive, especially for PayPal, is definitely going to help the stock in its near-term trajectory. And then eBay, um, they're going to people are going to be spending a lot of time trying to figure out what is the pro- what are the prospects for this business by itself when it's lost, really, the star of its three segments, and it's selling its enterprise. So it's going to be left with one divi- one segment, marketplaces, which is you know the original, what most people think of when they think of eBay. Right. But it's obviously a little bit, you know, it's a mature business. Yeah, sure. And so, you know, where are the areas of growth going to come from for them? Uh, what opportunities they have? You know, we can talk about this later. I want to talk about this later uh, in the next part of the show as well. But, you know, are either of these companies acquisition targets now, or both of them? Right. So there's definitely certain companies that would love to get a very well-established e-commerce platform and brand name like eBay, and there's also a lot of companies that would love to have a payments company that's as well-established as PayPal as well. Yeah, I can't think of any other as well-established payments companies. There's uh, you know, it's competition coming up from startups like Square. Mm-hmm. Or Stripe, and then you know Apple obviously released Apple Pay last year. So it's interesting what kind of you know PayPal is the dominant is in the dominant position, but 
it's not completely without competition. Got it. Okay. Well, before we move on, I wanted to make our listeners aware of a very special offer for all industry-focused listeners. If you have found this discussion informative and you are looking for more foolish stock ideas, Stock Advisor may be the service for you. It is our flagship newsletter started more than 10 years ago by Motley Fool co-founders Tom and David Gardner. We are offering the lowest price out there for our industry-focused listeners. It is $129 for a two-year subscription to Stock Advisor. You'll get two stock recommendations every single month with insight from our team of analysts. Just go to focus.fool.com to take advantage of this deal. Once again, that is focus.fool.com. And uh, getting into the meat of things here, um, how were the earnings last week? Or a couple of weeks ago, I should say. Well, so on the PayPal side, like I said, very bright. I have to say, you know, before the official first trading day on July twentieth, having that earnings release come out, you know, on, I think it was on the sixteenth, almost makes me think they planned it. Just no. a few days before, <laughs> being so positive, like that is a really nice start to the official trading for this company. Right. Um, they grew everything from on re- from revenue, earnings, payments volume, uh, number of active users, like across the board, their metrics were up eBay, on the other hand, uh, were down, um, after, you know, including currency fluctuations. Right. Without those, they saw mild growth on the top line, but overall, it definitely has been lagging, uh, especially when the e-commerce industry overall saw 20% growth last year. It's yeah, definitely it seemed, lagging. I never thought I'd see it, but it looks like e-commerce is, at least with respect to eBay, kind of mature. Um, so I, I went into um, eBay was kind enough to do some uh, pro forma estimates with all their filings with the spinoff, the prospectuses sure. and everything. And um, I was really interested to see um, just the, the last three years what each division had done respectively. Um, fiscal year 2012, eBay made $1.79 billion. PayPal made $818 million. Okay, respectable. Um, fiscal year 2013, eBay bumped up a little bit to $1.93 billion in net income. PayPal made $926 million. And then last year, PayPal uh, crossed the billion-dollar mark. They made a billion, $1.012 billion. And eBay was a little funky with regards to net income. They had a tax loss because of the spinoff and all this stuff. But um, recently, the earnings came in. Um, eBay is on pace. Analysts think, I mean, S&P Capital IQ has like 11 or 12, 13 uh, analysts covering it. They think eBay will make about $2.14 billion this year. Uh, they had a pretty good first quarter, $398 million. But um, I was interested that uh, PayPal is getting a lot higher valuation. And you're talking about how they're going to cross. They, they've already crossed the billion-dollar mark. They're going to keep growing at you know, 18%, 20%. And it's worth $50 billion in terms of market cap. It's already right eclipsed now. eBay. So it's like, so, who, who spun off who here? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> it's true. So you know, right now, uh, PayPal, like we said, is sitting around a $49 billion market cap. eBay, standalone, is about $35 billion. So it's already eclipsed. Its former parent, really, and you know that's off of the first quarter of this year was the also the first quarter ever where PayPal was the biggest segment. It exceeded marketplaces at eBay right. when they were still one entity, of course. And so, you know, just another sign of how since it was picked up in early two thousands, that growth has allowed it to actually surpass the business that originally scooped it up. So PayPal's fees um, are not low. Um, if you send money to somebody, you can do it for free a lot of times. But if you're a company sending money to somebody, something like that, I mean, it gets kind yeah, of yeah between pricey. the merchant services yeah. and if you're paying for goods, uh, you know, the, based on my experience, sending more personal payments, they take about two point nine percent right um, for the person who's receiving it. Um, and when you are processing, let's see, net payment volume rose twenty percent 
for the second quarter year over year to $66 billion. So when you're processing those kind of volumes, even that percentage is, could be very lucrative. So um, obviously, mobile payments is part of the rationale for spinning up PayPal so they can focus on this because they have a huge leg up. I mean, everybody in the United States and they know what PayPal is. They know you use it to send money. It is, it is yeah. you know, very dominant in the U.S. Right. Um, and, you know, I think we'll get to this with the Zoom acquisition. That's, they're hoping to pivot that into more international exposure as well. Right. Not that PayPal doesn't have, you know, international presence, but in the U.S. it's definitely dominant. Did they, did they address the problem of, uh, getting any bigger and capturing a big chunk of mobile payments, uh, globally? The fees will probably come down. Like, have they talked about that at all? Uh, well, right now, um, you know, mobile payments make up over thirty percent of all transactions at PayPal, so they're focused on. So they're still. It is not a small piece okay. of. You know, they don't see it. It is a high growth area for them. Um, and PayPal's acquisition portfolio in the past few years has been pretty solid. You know, when they picked up it was Braintree, which owns Venmo. So, you know, if you're a younger user, and uh, a lot of my friends use Venmo. Well, guess what? That's actually part of PayPal as well, right. and so um, they're definitely focusing on these uh, these, I guess, upstarts and other smaller, um, more popular, like because you know Venmo incorporates like the social media experience to to, to these payments, and uh, the mobile payments is really big for them. The, the Zoom acquisition, yeah, I was going to ask, like, why do they do that? The Zoom acquisition, really, right now, what the, is Zoom? <laughs> it's a remittance and transfer, a payment transfer. Uh, processor and basically the main use of it is for people in the US especially immigrants sending money back to their home countries to their families um, a lot of the big most of the recipients the big markets for that are like in India Brazil Mexico China the Philippines and they processed about seven billion dollars in payments last year for 1.3 million active customers. Wow. Generated million of uh, revenue of about 160 million dollars, and Zoom charges about five to ten dollars per transaction. Okay. So this is also you could see like another instance where PayPal has taken over Zoom, and it's kind of. Uh, part of the competing field for payments with like Western Union. Even. I was about to ask how does it how does its fees compete or compare with Western Union? Uh, I'm actually I think I'm not quite sure. It sounded pretty comparable. It's, five to ten dollars. You know, like, usually it's dependent on how much you're sending things along those lines. But um, you know, within the U.S., it's got a pretty good base for you know these people sending like I said sending money back to their families. And this is and Zoom has, sees this as a perfect opportunity for them because you know PayPal has very well established partnerships, relationships with regulators abroad, banks, and a much larger international presence. So that's an opportunity for the two of them to for Zoom to leverage. Uh, PayPal size and scale and experience, and for PayPal to be able to accelerate its entry into the remittance and transfers market, which the World Bank, I think, uh, valued at about $600 billion this year. So, very significant. Okay, so uh, eBay and PayPal are split up. What do you think of the valuations of these guys? Like, which company are you more interested in? Which one has the brighter future? I think their prices, their share prices right now, kind of reflect pretty well. I think the general sentiment of the stocks, in that you know eBay slower growth, uncertainty over how it will do with just its marketplaces. Because its forward PE, correct me if I'm wrong, is 16. That's not outlandish. It's yeah, not and pretty, that's actually less than the S and P 500 right now. But the thing to keep in mind is that for an e-commerce company, its growth 
is lagging just the hanging out industry yeah. significantly. Um, and the fact of the matter is, you know, there's been a lot of changes at this company. They went from three major segments uh, this time last year, and now they only have one. Wow. After selling off the a enterprise website. too, yeah. right? So that was announced that they're going to sell off their enterprise division as well for I think it was nine hundred twenty-five million dollars, and yeah, they paid quite a bit more than that for it originally four years ago. So not a great deal for them, right? Um, so that uncertainty I think is going to hang over uh, the stock price. I think that you know earnings growth and everything has just not been impressive the past few years. It's lagging, like we said. Whereas PayPal, the growth is there. You know, they're seeing. I think analyst uh, consensus is about eighteen percent earnings growth in the medium term over the next five years. So, when it, the fact that it's trading at about thirty-two times current uh, two thousand fifteen expected earnings, it's not surprising, right? Um, I think that PayPal is in a really interesting position because you know a lot of online uh, e-commerce platforms were hesitant to partner with PayPal because of its ties to eBay, a competitor for a lot of them. But now that it's its own ed- entity, you know those partnerships can can be forged, right? And um, you know its growth trajectory. And its acquisition portfolio, like this recent Zoom deal, you know, it has a very clear vision for its potential and how it can uh, get into this really big industries like the six hundred billion dollar transfers and remittances, like we talked about. So that growth, you're paying for it. It's definitely a premium valuation, thirty two times. But um, I, I think I'd rather pay a little bit more for a strong company with prospects with gross prospects like that not to not to just completely disparage eBay because you know eBay everyone knows eBay as well right. you know, it's one of the original like dot com companies and i don't think that's going away anytime soon its revenues put it easily in the fortune 500 as well Awesome. Well, thank you for your thoughts, Vince. Thank you, Sean. We'll see you later. If you are a loyal listener and have questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Just email us at focus at fool.com. Again, that email is focus at fool.com. And as always, people on this program may have interests in the stocks that they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks. So don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Vince and Shen, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on. <laughs>